Hello, everybody, and welcome back, back to the cast. Got to recap. Samurai Jack. <laughs> there, I did Thank it. you. I did it. Thanks time. for doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it takes the pressure <laughs> off of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, episode eight. We have made it. Nick Montagani here with Brendan Riley, the meme lord. That's me. That's what they call me, I guess. It's a title to be proud of and well-deserved. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Brendan, what's yes. going on this week? I don't really, you know, I don't really have anything for us. So what you been up to? Uh, playing, playing some good games? Yeah, I've been playing through Judgment, the PlayStation 5 uh, version. I love to hear. I love to hear that. Yeah. You know how I feel about this game. Oh, and all I do. Yakuza games. I know how you feel about the entire series. <laughs> Um, I'm loving it. I think it's really great. Uh, it's got everything that I like about all the Yakuza games, but it's like a little, I think, uh, more approachable. Like, um, it doesn't ask you to like find a place to hide and then give you no direction. At least not yet. Right. Um, I'm liking that. I think all the side quests, I think are really well done. And the way that some of them like are woven together is also really nice too. Yeah. It's extremely uh silly some of the the way that these side quests do start to kind of overlap you'll you'll see i don't want to give too much away (laughs) um yeah no i loved i love judgment i just finished that up maybe a few months ago i've got a weird you know i've got a weird obsession now at this point in my life where i feel like i have to platinum Mm -hmm. all of the yakuza games which is now extended to judgment as well Mm -hmm. yeah i will probably never uh platinum a single (laughs) one of them Um, but i I enjoy playing so far yeah four that's that's a that's a to, lot. That's a lot to do, though. How much you're like a Mahjong expert now? Oh, I would say far from a Mahjong expert, but <laughs> I at least I at least know sort of the general outline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I a lot of those trophies I've kind of fallen ass backwards into. Um, but hey, you know what? Whatever gets the job done. Yeah, the job that the job that no one is asking me to do, <laughs> and no one should reasonably expect to do. But I'm I'm doing it, damn it. Yeah, well, Sega expects it. Oh, whatever Sega needs, Sega's going to get from me. Because they'll do what Nintendo. <laughs> That's true. I've heard that before. <laughs> I hope you continue to enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Um, I'm playing not much. I just finished up the, uh, the that Mass Effect remaster that came out, mm-hmm. um, which I had actually never played. I played maybe a few hours of Mass Effect 1 on Steam, but had never made it past that or even touched two or three um but just finished up mass effect one and uh definitely a game that holds up very well at least in my opinion um characters are great um the story goes to like some actually kind of unexpected places for like a sci-fi game made in that era where like i feel like a lot of the things fall into the same tropes i feel like it definitely kind of stands out Mm -hmm. um which is awesome and now that I'm done with that, I'm kind of between games. I'm like, I could start Mass Effect 2. I could move on to something else. Um, I don't know. I kind of got to I got to I got to feel it out. Yeah, I was never a big Mass Effect fan. It's uh, I don't know what it was. The first time I got lost in the Citadel for a good few hours and then yeah. kind of just gave up. And then every other time I've always just kind of had that bad taste in my mouth when I go back to it where I'm like, ah, <laughs> I already kind of feel like I don't like this game. <laughs> It does. There's a little bit of a hurdle to clear. And yeah, the Citadel stuff is like it's actually a massive area. But once you kind of like start going back to the same points over and over again, you kind of figure out what you're doing, mm. um, at least in my experience. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to move on in that series, but want to kind of take my time to really soak it in the same way I handle the Yakuza games. I I, I can't just mainline them as much as I want to, or else I will probably lose my mind and you'll never talk to me on this podcast again. <laughs> That's fair. Which would be a shame because we have some episodes to recap, starting with episode eight. Yeah, let's get into it. So episode eight of Samurai Jack titled Jack versus Mad Jack. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Jack versus Magic. Um, that is episode nine, and I just can't wait for you to see it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Jack versus Mad Jack, uh, October 15th, 2001. Um, the episode opens up. I finally get to say that the, ep- I don't have to say that the episode opens up in a forest. Um, I mean, maybe subsequent episodes will, but this episode opens up with a six fingered hand, uh, slamming down onto a table. Um, and we, see that the hand belongs to like this rough looking alien 
uh, with like these pointy ears and a big bald head. Uh, and it, it, it sort of narrows its eyes. Uh, and we see that sitting across the table from him is this other alien um, <laughs> that l- kind of looks like if Guy Fieri was a fish. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's kind of a slimy looking alien. Uh, Guy Fieri slimy, uh, but I do I do love the man. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, does yeah. Good, he does good work out there. No hate on Guy Fieri. No, not on not on this podcast. Um, but yeah, this this fish alien uh he's holding like a spork um looks like he's holding a spork yeah and and then he licks it with his big long fish tongue a little unsettling but you know we're, we're diving right into the episode here yeah he's really into whatever's going on right now <laughs> well he's uh yeah holding this the spork and uh he stares across at the bald alien across from him at the table and uh there's sort of a crowd that's gathered around the two of them of like these other kind of surly looking aliens and then the fishman holds up the spork and starts stabbing it down uh near the fingers of the other one and they're basically playing uh six finger fillet yep uh, but I don't think this is how you play it. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to hold the knife and stab between your own fingers they, they got something well, weird going on with this one so my only familiarity with the rules of five or six finger fillet is that uh from the the Red Dead Redemption game mm-hmm. um so I'm not entirely sure of the rules of the game either and was a little confused the way the scene played out. Um, but ultimately what does happen is, uh, yeah, that that fish alien is kind of rapidly stabbing between the fingers and then ultimately does stab the the bald alien right in the hand um, who screams and then gets up and runs away from the table. Um, so apparently he's lost this yeah. game. <laughs> Through no fault of his own, I have to imagine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, was the game to get stabbed and not scream? Maybe those are the rules. Yeah, like that that don't flinch dart game. Right. Basically the same. Um, but either way, he's he's lost the game. Um, <laughs> the fish man actually says to like another cat alien thing that's near him. He says, pay up, sucker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the cat does give him a bill that has actually Aku's silhouette on yeah, it. It's like a red dollar bill with Aku's on it. It's, yeah. I think the first time we've seen any money in the right. in the series and unsurprisingly yeah adorned with the silhouette of aku mm-hmm. um but he yeah he like hands him the bill and then the fish one punches the cat guy like right in the face so like i don't know he paid him yeah <laughs> it's just a rough crowd I don't, he, I don't think he deserved that <laughs> no i don't think so either but this fish guy's kind of a jerk yeah he's kind of a jerk and yeah just like you said definitely a rough crowd um that kind of pans up and we pan across they're sitting in this this bar like this tavern that's kind of full of some unsavory looking aliens um none of them super noteworthy although i did notice (laughs) there's in one of the booths kind of like on the side of this bar there's a a squid alien that's got like many eyes on top of its head Um, it's sitting in a booth and mounted on the wall in that booth is the head of another of the same species of alien oh i didn't notice that i'll have to check it out which is kind of horrific. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Why would you choose that booth to sit in? There, there were plenty of empty ones. Yeah, maybe that was his friend, and he just comes there to, you know, pay his respects. Either way, <laughs> yeah, there, there <laughs> are so many other with options. My old friend here. <laughs> uh, it's a little morbid, um, but yeah, it's it, you can tell this is kind of this is a this is a rough crowd that's that hangs out at this bar, um, and the scene is kind of interrupted. Uh, we see a hand putting a coin into a jukebox. Um, the coin also has Aku's face on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Aku, totally humble dude. But yeah, this coin it <laughs> falls into the jukebox and then instantly <laughs> like the Austin Powers theme song starts playing in this bar. Yeah, it, it's it. And I didn't go listen to the Austin Powers theme, but from what I remember, it's <laughs> almost exactly the same thing. It's, it's like it's missing almost a couple one to stings. One. Yeah, but otherwise it's it's the same song. Um, did it make you feel horny, baby? <laughs> Not really, no. But this well, next guess, shot. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, <laughs> if anything could. Um, yeah, we see that the the hand that has that placed the coin in and played this great Austin Powers theme song um, is this kind of strange, round, like sloth monkey lady alien. <laughs> yeah, with big rosy cheeks. Yeah, she looks very pleased. Um, she's wearing like a striped dress that's got like little tassels on it and... Um, she's dancing along to this Austin Powers theme song, 
But she's dancing and she actually starts dancing with a flail mm-hmm. or yeah. like a morning star. Yeah. Uh, she's just swinging <laughs> it all around. Yeah. She's like doing tricks, like spinning it around her head. She looks, yeah, it's just totally pleased. She uh, reminds to be- me of um, the the woman from the 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 super Mario brothers movie when they go to the, the club and he has to, he dances with that large woman, mm. big Bertha or something, something uh, like that reminds me very much of her <laughs> mixed with like an Austin powers. Cause like her, her getup is also very like Austin yeah. powers, except a little, she got like a little mushroom on her head. That's also got the green stripes. Yeah. It's her whole kind of wardrobe and, and, and anatomy is, is confusing, but she's, she's having a good time. She's grooving to the, to the music and, you know, nobody in the bar seems to mind. They're just like, oh, that's that's Janet. She that's does this every night. That's what she do. Yeah, she's that's all right. We we pay no mind to her. She's having a good time. So, you know, let, let her let her at it. Um, but she's dancing along to this music and uh, we see behind her the door of the tavern opens up and standing in the door is just Jack. We can see Jack's like silhouette. Um, he's wearing that straw hat again. And as soon as the door opens, uh, all of the aliens in the bar kind of turn and start giving Jack these mean stares, like kind of glaring at him as he as he walks in. And he slowly makes his way into the bar <laughs> while this same music is still playing. It's like the slow scene of him walking across the bar with all of these aliens staring at him with this just absolutely bananas music playing <laughs> behind him in the background. Yeah. And it never stops. Nope. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it's a little out of place, but uh, I love it anyway. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Like, I swear to God, I could hear like dogs barking on like the music. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to oh, listen it's, to it it's, again. It's that like sort of the, that whoop whoop kind of like I, I was yeah. thinking about it when I was listening to it. I was like, what, is that an instrument or is that like somebody doing that? Because it, <laughs> it sounds like it could be like somebody blowing through a pipe, like a like a PVC right. pipe. I don't know. It's this weird, uh, just like whooping kind of sound. Um, it's just totally absurd. Uh, and it's just, yeah, just hilarious to have like this intense moment of Jack walking across the bar where everyone seems to hate him scored against Austin Powers theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jack, Jack walks in and he approaches the bartender um, who asks if Jack wants something. And Jack just quietly orders uh, some hot water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the aliens are incredulous. They're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, they're so pissed about this hot water order. <laughs> <laughs> they like slam their fists on the table. Hot water. How dare you? No one in this town will give you water. <laughs> we only serve cold water here, sir. <laughs> you warm it up with your, your body heat. <laughs> uh, they hate that. Um, but Jack walks away. He takes a teapot over to a table. Um, he kind of quietly pours himself a glass of this hot water. Um, and he's about to take a sip when the fish alien man comes over and slams his his hand on the table and actually the, the music stops finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he says to Jack, the, the, the fish alien says to him, uh, you got some kind of nerve. And Jack looks annoyed because he's like just about to sip his hot water, but gets interrupted by this guy. Yeah. He's got that. Like, are you serious face on? Right. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good look. <laughs> yeah. It's a great like reaction shot. Theme. Yeah. But yeah. The, the alien, Jack's like kind of not really paying him any mind and uh, the aliens like trying to get his attention like, hey, like I'm talking to you. And he actually says to him, you got some gump coming in here. <laughs> I don't know what that um, means. Yeah, Just another example of like the writers trying to be like, what's something they would say in this situation? Oh, yeah. Some gump. You got gump, kid. Uh, it's it's a little ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, he's kind of like threatening Jack for a minute. Better finish that drink quick. Because you might not live much longer. And actually sticks his long fish tongue out and drinks Jack's water. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure he says, I drink your water. <laughs> I have a tongue long enough to reach all the way from this side of the bar over into your <laughs> cup. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he pulls out a wanted poster that's like a digital. It's like a, on a tablet um, and it just shows Jack's face on it. And uh, he tells Jack that Aku has put a bounty on Jack's head for two Googleplex. Mm-hmm. Which he then explains is a lot of money. Sounds like a lot of money, but, you know, with inflation, who knows at this this point in history how much. Maybe that's like a couple hundred thousand dollars in, <laughs> in our times, which is, you know, a lot of money to people like you and me. But mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, 
Yeah, we don't really know. We have no frame of reference. This is the first episode in which money has been introduced as a concept at all. I'm sure Bezos is already quickly approaching his first Googleplex. Oh, good yeah. For, good, for, good for him. Yeah, he's got to get an even bigger yacht, like the <laughs> Gurren Lagan of yachts. <laughs> uh, he'll get there. Well, I'm praying for him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's the, this fish man is kind of threatening him and and all of the other aliens approach the table and they start brandishing these weapons. They've got like swords and and stuff and guns. Um and Jack is is quietly pouring himself another cup of hot water kind of not paying attention. Um one of the aliens I actually have written down uh one of the aliens actually looks like a dragon with a pig nose um but he's also wearing a suit of armor. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, drawing Alien species for this this show has to be like one of the most fun jobs that exists. It's like that. You ever play Putt Putt Goes to the Moon? There's like an alien creator in that yeah. where you just mix and match pieces. They probably just used that. Yeah. Um, simple. You know, why why mess around when the tools are right there? Yeah, just click the random button. Boom, we got another one. So yeah, they're they're all kind of standing around him, and Jack is not really moving much. He's like not really intimidated. Um, and they all just launch at him. Um, and we get some more of those great comic book panel shots of them attacking. Um, and Jack just kind of like slowly putting his hand on his sword. And then the screen goes completely black and there's like a, like a white flash across the screen and, and his sound of Jack's sword. Um, and when when the scene comes back, uh, Jack is still just sitting at the table, slowly, like quietly sipping his water and the aliens just collapse around him. Yeah, it's pretty cool scene. <laughs> it's um, Jack is, you know, unfazed by them and, and will drink his hot water at all costs. Mm hmm. Paid for it, I guess. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't see that money. happen. Right. Um, and yeah, Jack gets up from the table and, and he puts his hat back on and, and walks to the door and is about to walk through. And that lady is still dancing to the music, which kicks back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's still just going by the door. She's having a great time. She's not going to get involved in the conflict. You know, as long as the song's playing, she's got to she's got to keep. Yeah. She doesn't to, care about your drama. The- she's here to dance. <laughs> uh god bless her i hope she's still dancing wherever she is but the uh the door opens jack steps out and across the street from this bar <laughs> there's another this is my alien. favorite scene in the whole episode <laughs> there's another alien across the street who kind of just looks like a chibi version of chewbacca yeah he's just like really far away like on the other side of town and he's just a tiny round chewbacca it's so funny he's a funny little dude just waiting for Jack to come out and he just yells at him, Samurai Jack. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I loved it. As soon as the door opened and I saw the little guy standing across, I was just like, is he going to yell at him from across the, the way? And uh, of course he does. Sure enough, he does. Yeah, he lets out this big scream. He's like, Samurai Jack, and then pulls out one of those wanted posters and just says, this you? And then Jack looks up at him and he's like, oh, yeah, that's you. Oh, yeah, look like you. <laughs> <laughs> this character is very silly. Um, yeah, he, he confirms that it's Jack and then runs at him and attacks with like his claws, which are sharp mm. uh, and kind of swipes at Jack, but can't really get a hit on him. Um, actually his claws puncture the door of the bar, which it then cuts inside to see the lady still dancing, <laughs> still dancing away, unfazed by the commotion outside. This is a long song. <laughs> Maybe she just played it again. It's her. Oh, that's new pussycat. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, they they like kind of fight for a minute. Um, the the alien cuts Jack's hat in half, and Jack kind of looks pretty pissed off about that. Mm. You can tell he's getting a little fed up. And b- boy, howdy, he's he's got a long yeah. way to go. He doesn't he just even had know. he just got a new hat after the last episode. His other one just got shot full of arrows. This one gets cut in half by some Chewbacca. And you know the lids uh, store doesn't even open on Sundays, so like there's <laughs> only so much time he has during the week to go get a new straw hat. Yeah, um, I'd be mad too. You got to feel for the guy. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of spar for a minute. Um, and the, the little Chewbacca alien calls Jack, he calls him a joke and he actually says, this will be the easiest Googleplex I ever made. <laughs> uh, which of course is, is not going to be the case. Um, we get this, the slow motion. It's actually kind of like a weird shot. We get a slow motion <laughs> yeah. shot of that alien, like waving and flapping its He's like arms flapping above his, his head. arms. We see him do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> He's like doing Jumping jacks, getting ready. To <laughs> He's getting ready Jack. to fly. He knows what's coming. He's like, I got to practice my flapping real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely you know trying to pump himself up here, um, and and 
does lunge at Jack. And all Jack does is kind of falls on his back uh, and catches the Chewbacca alien with his feet and just like tosses him over a wall like Throws nothing. Him right out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gone. Uh, and uh, it like cuts back to that alien. He's like in a daze on the ground. There's like a cuckoo clock noise in the background, and he just says Google Plex. <laughs> uh, yep. And we see Jack's shadow over him, just like looking yeah. at him. Yeah, Jack. Jack's looking over his defeated body, and actually says to him, <laughs> says to him, "Looks like there'll be no money for you, crazy round man." Yeah. <laughs> uh, got him. <laughs> uh. Crazy Round Man, truly one of the great villains, not just in Samurai Jack history, but really any fiction. I don't know. They got to find a way to get him like involved in other universes. Like if they could have Crazy Round Man and like Lord of the Rings universe. or Yeah, I'd be for it. He's probably my favorite character in this show so far. Yeah, undoubtedly. Um, but yeah, uh, Jack has defeated Crazy Round Man. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> um, no, that's that's far from the end of the episode, because actually, as, as, yeah, as, as soon as he defeats him, um, we hear the sound of something approaching, uh, like something has been shot. Uh, and actually, we see that this sharp arrow or like a dart on a rope uh, is firing towards Jack and Jack kind of dodges out of the way. Um, and <laughs> it pans up to see that the, the it was shot by this monkey man mm-hmm. um, who's standing in a tree sort of in a forest just on the outside of the small town that they're in. Uh, and he shot the rope arrow out of his fingertips. Uh, and in like a high-pitched voice, he also yells at Jack. He says, Samurai Jack! Yeah, this guy's voice is really annoying. Uh, yeah. And when I first saw him, I expected him to be like the primary villain for the episode because he's another one of those characters we see in the intro. Oh, we got uh, such a long, long way to go here, bud. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be the rest of the episode with this guy with his terribly annoying voice. Yeah, thankfully or unthankfully, um, that is that is not the case. Although at this point, we've had so many different villains pop up like this is getting to be like a fucking circus. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it, it just evolves into madness. But um, this monkey man, it attacks Jack uh, and Jack. Uh, actually, he manages to grab jack's sword and like kind of fling it and stick it in a tree branch and and jack is like still able to fight him off barehanded um he kind of knocks him up against a tree and then the sword falls out of the tree and and jack catches it um they lunge at each other from either side of the screen and collide in midair um and when they land jack is doing you know the cool guy thing again he doesn't even have to look as the monkey man explodes behind him it's the classic samurai cinema they clash and then we see them standing opposite each other we, which one will fall? Uh, and it's not the only time it happens in this episode. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, Jack Jack has defeated the monkey man. Um, so we're, our time with him was short and, you know, not very well spent. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> uh, me too. Um, but it, just as he defeats this monkey, there's like a bear that comes out of the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's wearing like a little hat. It's like a bear with clothes on. He's like a little Russian hat. Yeah. And the music actually gets a bit of a Russian influence when he pops out. The music is pretty cool in this scene because we get a few different characters and like each one of them kind of has its own unique theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, like Yoshi's layering in uh, Mario World music where yeah. it just kind of adds an instrument depending on who we're seeing. Kind of similar to that. Um, yeah. The bear comes out of the forest and he looks pissed. He wants a piece of Jack um, and starts running at him. But before it can even get to Jack. Uh, this huge, like, centipede bug creature bursts out from the ground and and grabs Jack uh, and actually body slams him into the dirt. And, and Jack uh, cuts up from under it with his sword uh, just in time for the bear to arrive, where then Jack cuts the bear's hat in half. And hmm. the bear looks very sad that Jack did that because it was a great hat. Yeah, there's a lot of hat-based violence in this episode. What did the hats do? Yeah, many hats were harmed in the making of this episode, <laughs> um, which is a shame. Take care of your hats out there, people. Yeah. But after he 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 kind of fights with the bear for a second, the bug centipede robot turns into more bugs, like a hydra kind of mm-hmm. situation. Like it's it's halves start sprouting more bugs. Yeah, they split off from the, the broken section and each one pops a new head right. out of the top of it. Right. Um, so it, it's things like the stakes are raising here to like, just ridiculous proportions, but that's not all that happens. 
Um, Because after Jack fights with them for a minute, another creature bursts from the forest and there's a giant elephant thing. Yeah, like an armadillo Uh, mixed with an elephant with like a lion man riding on his back. Yeah, there's like a some sort of lion or tiger looking man that's like a he kind of is dressed like a big game hunter. Mm -hmm. He's got like a safari hat on uh, and he points like a gigantic cannon at Jack. Yeah, he's riding this alien elephant that's got like these big glossy eyes and like gold capped tusks. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, this this thing is devolved into fucking madness at this point. (laughs) And like the episodes like barely even halfway done. Yeah. I remember this lion guy. He when I saw him, I was like, oh, this is a character that I do remember, which is kind of weird because he, again, doesn't stick around for very long. The most memorable characters. Yeah, they'll they'll stick around there for a long time. And this guy, he's got a lot going for him. So (laughs) I understand. Um, But yeah, Jack is just surrounded. There's like a standoff. He's surrounded by the elephant and the bug creatures and the bear. And they they kind of wait there for a minute and then they all attack Jack. Um, and of course, you know, none of them are really a match for him. He he's like deflects the shots from that giant cannon and cuts some more of the bugs in half. Um, and he like swipes at the bear and scares it away. And it like scampers into the forest away from them. Yep. And that's uh, the end of the bear. That's the end of the bear. Uh, I love the bear. My favorite animal is a bear. Um, no. So I was glad to see the bear pop up, but sorry to see him leave so soon. And I'm really still not over what happened to his hat. Yeah, no, that was a real bummer. Uh, but at least he could still show up again because he's alive. That's true. We can confirm canonically that bear still exists out mm-hmm. there somewhere. He lived to fight another day. Thank God. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of fighting. And then the elephant charges at Jack um, and Jack does what we thought he should have done in episode two when that giant crusher tank thing was approaching mm-hmm. him yep. um, he just stands perfectly in the middle as it runs right over him and doesn't even really attack him no it's um, it's it seems to not even be thinking about attacking him it's literally just running straight forward it's not really doing anything but running and jack just kind of stands there and thrusts his sword upwards into like its underbelly um and it like takes a few more steps and then collapses in a big pile of gears and robo parts. <laughs> yeah. and His eyes look extremely sad. Yeah. I almost feel bad for it. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. And it looks like the pile of gears is bigger than it should have been able to contain inside of the elephant body. You got to wonder how they got all that in there. Yeah, it's kind of was full to bursting. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, a robo elephant pinata and it just explodes all over the ground. But even after he defeats that, uh, more of these these bugs appear and Jack has like had enough. He's, he's done with this situation and he just lets out this huge scream and starts like going ham on them, just like completely tearing them apart. Oh yeah. He's real pissed now. I don't blame him. This, this whole episode so far, it's like everyone's got it out for him. Um, and it's, it's actually yeah cartoonish how many are, are approaching him here. Um, but he's, he's continuing to fight. And uh, as this fight scene is going on, we actually cut away and we can see that Aku uh, has been watching this whole scene uh, play out on his hideaway TV. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is also extremely frustrated, uh, but frustrated that Jack is doing so well in this fight. (laughs) Aku has some great lines, some really good line reads here from Mako. Uh, (laughs) Aku just says, blah, useless bounty hunters. (laughs) Um, yeah, he's, he's pissed. He's like trying to figure out what he's going to do to defeat Jack. Is there no fighting style that can defeat his? Yes, no fighting style can defeat his. And then starts doing that, that classic Aku cackle. Yep. And then we cut to commercial. Yep. Fades to commercial, and when it fades back, uh, Jack is still screaming and destroying all these bugs. He defeats them all after a little bit, and he just lets out this big scream into the forest, and he says, Who else wants some? <laughs> Come and get some, assholes. <laughs> he, yeah, he might as well throw a bitch at the end of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I actually kind of like this because it, it does seem like it has been building for the past few episodes where we've seen Jack getting like kind of angrier and angrier with his situation and like kind of losing his composure over time. Yeah. Uh, So it's like kind of like the most um, building, like what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, where the, 
character building throughout the episodes. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. He's I, I he has been getting more frustrated with just all these ridiculous enemies and situations that he's finding himself in. So yeah, he's finally like starting to vent on on all of these these bug robots and everything. Um, it's a it's a good sort of contrast from the the stoic warrior that was kind of introduced to us at the beginning of the series. Mm. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of fed up, and I do not blame him. No, um, he's. He's, he's been like, through a he's, lot already. <laughs> yeah. He's seen some serious shit and we're only on episode eight. Um, yeah. He's, he's like mad as hell and he's, he's like panting and he kind of takes a second and collects his composure and wipes his sword off in the cool way that samurais do on their, their mm-hmm. gi and then puts it away. He takes one step away from the scene and the strap on his sandal snaps. <laughs> Just breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the final straw for Jack. <laughs> Like <laughs> he lets out like a big annoyed grunt. He does what anyone would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does. I, I would probably react in the exact same way. Uh, he picks up the sandal and sees one of those wanted posters like hanging on a tree near him, mm-hmm. and he just hucks the sandal like right at it. Um, he's frustrated. He had a heated gamer moment. Yep, yep. But the he he hits the poster with a sandal, and the sandal lands on the ground. Um, and then the poster starts letting out like this big electric pulse. Um, and this, this electric beam kind of envelops the sandal that's, that's landed beneath it. And it actually fixes that broken strap. Um, but the, the, the pulse starts to grow bigger around the sandal. And it, we can see that something is kind of starting to form from this electric, this electric pulse. And it pans up and we see that it's actually creating like a, a man, like it starts revealing like legs and, and hands. Um, we can see it's creating someone. Um, and, and after a minute, uh, it kind of dissipates and standing there is Jack, except it's not Jack. Um, it's, it looks exactly like Jack, but it's wearing, it's a man wearing a, it's a black and red robe, Aku colors. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got these dark bags under his eyes. Yeah, he's his his eyes are like blood red with yeah these these dark bags under it, and he's got like a permanent little evil grin on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but it but it is Jack. It looks exactly like him. Um, and then Jack says to him, you know, well, who are you? Uh, and in return, uh, this Jack says back to him in like a slightly gruffer voice. He says, you know, don't be such a fool. I'm you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love this exchange. Yeah, they have a great scene here. They basically play who's on first with each other (laughs) for a little bit. Like, if I am you, then who is me? Yeah, but how are you me if I am me? (laughs) (laughs) They go back and forth for a while. Um, It's pretty silly. And uh, I have to imagine that this was a fun scene for Phil Lamar to record. Yeah, Um, I wonder if he got confused about which one he was supposed to be. Because Mad (laughs) Jack's always yelling. Yeah, Mad Jack is it would be like if I decided to talk to you. For the rest of the episode, just like this. Yeah. Do you think our listeners would enjoy that? Um, <clears throat> they might. Only one way to find out. All right. The, the pressure's on because <laughs> my voice is already sore from doing that for a few seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, <laughs> they have this little exchange and then Jack says to him, well, you know, you look just like me. But he says to him, your speech is foul with evil and disrespect. <laughs> yep. Who are you and how have you come to be me? I am the son of Aku's magic. He has looked deep within you and has spawned me from your own burning hatred. I am your dark side, and I possess all the powers that you wield. And I have only one purpose in my existence. To destroy you. But they, yeah, they, after this, this kind of exchange, uh, Mad Jack uh, jumps at Jack. And he starts screaming and furiously slashing at him uh, with his sword. Uh, and Jack kind of manages to avoid most of the the slashes, but does get a few cuts. Like he tears up his his outfit a little bit. Mm. Um, and Jack kind of lets out like a little yelp. Um, and Mad Jack says to him, <laughs> he says, hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> Jack, Jack says, not as much as this is going to hurt you. Yeah, and then he does, uh, like, the same leap into action that Mad Jack had just done. Like, they both yeah. do it the same exact way. 
it's basically a one to one, uh, exactly what Magic has just done. Um, and, and the same, uh, Magic is like avoiding all of these attacks. Uh, but he loves it. Like he's got this big smile on his face. He loves that this is playing out this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Jack manages to cut off, uh, Mad Jack's like little ponytail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. And his hair falls out. And it's like this big, wild-looking, crazy hair. He looks like he basically looks like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah, I was uh, thinking they are going Super Saiyan. Well, yeah, there's definitely some Super Saiyan moments uh, a little later on in their fight here. Um, but you're you've you've hit the nail right on the head. Um, they they kind of fight with each other, and neither can really get like a clean hit on each other. They're kind of evenly matched, um, and they jump at each other through the air and. Uh, kind of collide in midair. And uh, once they land, uh, Jack's hair actually falls out and it's the same kind of crazy hairstyle. And he, yeah, he looks like insane. Like he's totally like incensed. Oh yeah. He lost it here. Uh, they, they continue sort of sparring. Uh, and as they're, they're fighting with their swords, um, like sparks start to fly out of them and they, they catch the surrounding trees in the forest. They catch them all on fire um, and then we get like this, these interesting, like intercut shots of the scene of the forest just getting completely consumed by flames as the two of them fight each other. And yeah, they're, they're evenly matched. So, you know, they get a couple blows on each other, but like they're going back and forth, not even noticing like this, this scene of absolute like fiery destruction. Yeah. Them. The chaos that surrounds them during this fight. Yeah. They, they, they go at this for a little while, just kind of trading blows back and forth. Um, and then there's like a, a kind of a pause in the action. There's like a standoff of the two of them just standing yeah, in the middle of this ring of burning trees. Um, and the camera pans up. And the way that this scene is lit, um, we can't really tell which version of Jack is which. Right. Because they both look exactly the same with the lighting. Like um, it, it pans up. And they're both kind of standing there ready with their swords with the crazy hair and like these big angry looks on their faces. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the literally the only way we can tell the difference between the two of them is from those those bags under Mad Jack's eyes. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, they're both like a grayscale um, against right. the fire in the background. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, they did a great job of of kind of showing Jack's like descent into madness like literally madness mm-hmm. in this scene he's fighting his own madness and is indistinguishable from it um which i thought was pretty cool yeah very very well done thematically yeah um but then yeah <laughs> just as you said this is like basically the super saiyan moment because their hair is like completely standing up in spikes yeah. and then they both let out like the same large scream um so they're both goku it's goku v <laughs> goku um which is great i would love to see that Goku v Samurai Jack. Oh, we can't get oh, into that. Well, that too. But I was saying Goku versus Goku. But Goku versus Samurai Jack. Who would win? Oh man, we can't get into this. <laughs> I think we have to now. This le- this leads only to trouble. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to that. We'll we'll take some time. We'll circle back to it next episode. The answer is Goku. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they launch at each other, and yeah, they're both letting out literally the same exact scream. Um. You have to think that like Phil Lamar's voice must have been extremely sore after recording this episode. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man is a professional, but there's a lot of screaming going on here. Yeah. Invader Zim uh, levels of screaming. Yeah. It's it's insanity. Um, but they they launch at each other and collide in midair. Um, and there's like a few like swipes of the sword against a black screen again. And then it sets off this huge like sonic explosion from their swords colliding. Um, that's like spreads through the forest and starts like blowing away all these burned out trees that are surrounding them. Yeah, it's a real cool um, shot. The trees are all kind of bent around them in the center of the screen and they're just getting like torn apart bit by bit. Yeah, they're already like burned husks of like the trees that were there before. And yeah, this, this scene just like completely, it's like just complete utter destruction that's, that's occurring here. Um, all stemmed from Jack's sort of anger mm-hmm. throughout this episode. Um, and, yeah, they're they're kind of struggling against each other. Like they've got their swords pressed up against each other and they're having like a little standoff moment. Um, and and Jack actually catches his reflection in his own sword 
and you can see his eyes change like from angry eyes to like he he kind of realizes exactly what he's become and like exactly mm-hmm. what's going on. Well, here. it's really cool because they've got their swords clashed, right? And you've got Mad Jack standing further back in the camera and we see Jack's reflection kind of right below Mad Jack's eyes. So it's this nice like comparison where they they look the same up again apart from the bags under right. his eyes and th- I think that's what Jack notices like I am this person. Yeah. What uh, have I become? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's kind of like he looks kind of like scared of of what he is in this moment. Um and then the episode goes full twin peaks um cuz <laughs> we get this long zooming in shot of just a single burning tree. And I'm pretty sure it says, uh, I am the arm. Yeah, I think at so. At a certain point. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, it's talking backwards. It's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. It really was like a long twin peaksy thing. Uh, like zooms in slowly on this tree. It gets closer and closer. Uh, and we see, yeah, it's just completely enveloped in fire. I um, mean, it gets all the way into like the trunk of the tree and we can see like some like red orange embers just burning in the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, just completely like tearing it apart. There's a fun little inconsistency in this scene, too, with the flashing. You can see at one point when it switches over to a new animation of the flashing where, like, the timing doesn't quite match up. Mm. I got an eagle. You got an eagle eye there, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it kind of focuses on these burning embers for a while. Um, But then a blue wave sort of starts washing over these embers and, and like puts them out. And it's like this, it's like this flowing blue wave of water that, that runs over them. And this soothing music starts playing behind it. Um, and all, yeah, all those embers melt away. Um, and then it, the whole scene kind of melts into this, this flowing water all the way down the screen and it pans out and we see like this beautiful, serene waterfall in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With this, this, this beautiful, like calming, um, Japanese music playing in the background. Yeah, um, I'd have to go back and check because I'm not positive, but it does look like the same waterfall that we saw in the Jack in Space episode. That is uh, entirely possible. Yeah, Definitely reminiscent. Could anyway. just be like a reused asset, but right. that's what I yeah. thought of as soon as I saw it. Yeah, um, it's actually like even watching this scene, like with all of the chaos that has just been occurring in this fight with Mad Jack, like this, the scene of the waterfall with that music behind it actually was like very calming for me in that moment. I was like, oh yeah, I feel kind of peaceful. Yeah, it was a nice break from uh, all the, the chaos and destruction. Yeah, um, it was it was a pretty nice moment. Um, and from that that scene, it cuts back to Jack's face in the middle of this this fight. And he just closes his eyes and uh, jumps away uh, from this clash with Mad Jack. He disengages from the fight and uh, puts his puts his sword away, puts it back in the sheath, and uh, his hair falls flat. He's yeah, no it's longer kind of Super funny. Saiyan. <laughs> it yeah. just kind of like goes from sticking up and all spiky to just like in a second it just flops down around him, and he's got this like crazy mop on his head. <laughs> yeah, um, he looks very silly, but he he like fixes his hair, puts it back up in a ponytail, um, and then he sort of claps his hands together and he just starts like meditating in the middle of this fight. Uh, and as he does this, all the fire that's been surrounding them during this fight just completely disappears. And all those trees that had burned down and were all burning out, they're all fine. Like the forest is back to its natural state. Mm-hmm. And Mad Jack sees this and gets angry. And he questions him and, and says, you know, well, well, what are you doing? And and Jack says to him, you have lost. The battle is over. And Jack explains to Mad Jack, you know, I, I understand that you were born from the hatred within me, but now that I have gotten rid of that hatred, he's cold. He just very coldly says to him, you do not exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which clearly uh, at this moment is not true because he's standing right in front of him. Yeah. He's right there. And, and Mad Jack wants to prove that he exists because he gives another one of the great lines from those episodes. He says, he says, I am real. Now feel the reality of my cold, hard steel. <laughs> yeah. Real threatening right there. Which is very silly. Uh, but he he lets out another scream and starts lunging towards Jack. Um, and then it actually has a few alternating shots of Jack just very calmly standing there meditating. Yeah, and this is great. Mad Jack 
launching at him, screaming with his sword held above his head. Oh, it's so and funny. It does that a few times. Yeah, it keeps cutting yeah. back and forth. Every time it cuts to Jack, it's silent, and he's just, like, peacefully, like, praying or meditating, and then it cuts back to Mad Jack, and he's still screaming and running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty um, good. It's very good, and it's, like, it takes him such a long time to get to him. It's basically, like, the guard scene from Monty Python, yeah. where Lancelot <laughs> comes and kills the two of the guards. Yeah. It just keeps resetting. He's running over the hill again. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the same exact thing. Um, yeah, he's he's running. Mad Jack is running towards Jack, and he he finally reaches him. Um, and as his body reaches Jack's, he kind of like fades out. He becomes like an ephemeral version of himself mm-hmm. um, and kind of like is standing over Jack as like a ghost. Um, and Jack very calmly and very quietly just raises his arms up into the air and then essentially power squats mad jack yeah. out of existence yeah he does like a power stance and jack yeah. just mad jack just poofs into smoke yeah he he wario farts mad jack <laughs> straight out of out of the world yep that's a good way to put it yeah um and that is the end of mad jack um mad jack has disappeared because apparently jack's frustration and anger has disappeared which we kind of learn is not entirely true by the very next the, line the last line in the episode yeah <laughs> yeah he looks up into the sky uh and he says to no one he says i know you're watching I, he actually in the deleted scene says i know you're watching brendan i hope you guys <laughs> record a good podcast episode tomorrow <laughs> we will jack i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah he says i know you're watching um and we we know that he's talking to Aku, who is definitely watching this fight. Mm. Um, and Jack says to him, kind of like very sternly, uh, he says to him, these tricks are starting to annoy me. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which is true. I I think they would start to annoy anyone. Um, but Jack then just walks away out of this forest, out of the scene, and the episode ends. Boom. Watch it. I didn't want to bring it up earlier, but almost as soon as Mad Jack appears in this episode, Jack has his sandal back for the rest of the fight. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> I didn't know when was a good time to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up now because uh, that's that kind of inconsistency that I can't stand for. I'm going to need them to redo this episode. Did you notice the uh, coffee cup in the background on the bar <laughs> yeah. in the scene with yeah. the dancing lady? In the water yeah. bottle by Mad Jack's foot when he appears? Yeah. Just really sloppy editing work but you know we'll we'll forgive it Mm -hmm. um yeah this this episode is like such a wild ride um all these aliens that just are giving jack such a hard time um he's been through a lot like on this this short time that he's been in the future um yeah it's been it has been great to sort of watch him slowly get frustrated over time just as you said and then finally yeah this is this is the episode where he snaps um, so it was cool to see them kind of like try to be like, hey, Jack, you know, if you're going to get so frustrated like this, um, we got to bring you back down to earth a little bit, buddy, and mm-hmm. show you this is this is not this is not the way for a samurai such as yourself. Yeah, um, it's it's a great culmination of everything we've seen before, because we saw it again with um, Jack and the warrior woman when he kind of snaps at her and then he apologizes. Uh, right. But then but then the ending of that episode really just slams him back down uh, and just, I think, probably made it even worse. So now we're a few episodes even removed from that. And he's just so frustrated with everything that's going on and how everything seems to fail. Uh, it's that, been a tough time. Yeah, he's had a lot of uh, he's had a lot of highs and lows. Um, yeah. Getting seemingly close to fulfilling his quest and then getting that taken away and then, you know, Aku, yeah, Aku throwing all these tricks that just are just completely impeding his progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can sympathize with with Jack's anger here. I I feel angry for him, but you know I got to learn to control that so we can make these great podcast episodes together. Yeah, yep. You don't want to hear what happens when the mics turn off. I really <laughs> let Brendan have it. <laughs> it's he deserves it because he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, this episode is great. Um, you know, maybe not quite the caliber of the last episode, but um, definitely still kind of, I think, in the upper set of upper half of like the episodes that we've watched so far this season. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I um, like this one a lot, too. Um, yeah. And uh, we we've got some good episodes. Yeah, we're we're almost towards the end of the season here. Um, I've been ha- I've been having a damn good time. Yeah, me, too. I'm looking forward to the rest of them. Uh, 
looking forward to seeing those robot gangsters from the intro. They've got to be coming up soon. <laughs> they're coming. I swear. I swear <laughs> they're coming. We um, saw the monkey guy this time. So that's good. That's true. Monkey guy out of the way. Um, the Critchalites, they're out of the way too. Um, we still haven't seen Jack swimming, uh, but that's that's fast approaching. And then, yeah, the, the robot, the robot men, the robot gangsters. Yeah. Uh, boy, boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a wild time. Oh, man. Um, I'm looking forward to all of it. Uh, I'm still loving the show. Uh, the yeah. quality is always good. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that is going to do it for us this week, though. Um, and I hope everyone had a good time listening. Uh, we will catch you all next week for episode nine. Um, until then, you know, if you could hop on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, uh, we would be very grateful for that. So please, you know, take a little time to get that done. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, got a recap on all of those. Uh, it's been very fun to have you all there and sort of get to chat with everyone. So please continue interacting with us. Uh, we would love that. And uh, as always, if you have any questions or comments about the show, um, got a recap at gmail.com is the place to reach us. We would love to hear from you and we may read your email on a future episode of the show. So yeah. please, please reach out. We will be here please. waiting for you we really patiently. Want, we really want emails, please. <laughs> I don't talk to anyone but Brendan. So please, someone just say something so I can respond. <laughs> I'm running out of things to say to this guy. Um, but I will try to think of new things to say to you next week when I catch you for episode nine. Uh, Brendan, thanks as always for joining me here. Yeah, thanks as always for having me here. <laughs> You know, I don't have you. We're we're in this together. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I you have me. That's oh, the way I like to think of it. There we go. Um, that's where sweet. would we be? Where would we be without having each other? Yeah, probably still watching Samurai probably Jack. Still and watching cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh, yeah, we'll catch everybody next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.